You're listening to Raw and Real, a podcast for everyone dealing with loss. Join your host, Linda Piazza, as she and her guests share their experiences, knowledge, and heart when dealing with the tough topics of loss along life's journey. Our goal, whether you're dealing with a loss of a relationship, loss of health, loss of life, or loss of self, is to invite you to the table for our weekly conversation and provide some comfort in knowing that you're not alone in your grief. Now, here's your host, Linda Piazza. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Raw and Real Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Piazza, and I'm glad you're here. This week, we are going to be discussing mixed emotions. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so you guys are going to have to hang with me here because this particular topic was brought about by my eating a salad. I know it sounds crazy, and it probably is. However, some of the things that I thought about as I looked down at the salad that I was eating was really inspirational in a sense, I guess, or eye-opening. I had a aha moment while I was enjoying my salad because it was very good and thought about the next podcast which is right now, and the things that I wanted to talk about, and I really wasn't sure. Throughout the week, I am inspired by different things, different things happen that lead me to a topic that I want to discuss on our podcast. And as I was sitting in my kitchen, eating the salad, just these words kept screaming out to me, mixed emotions. So Again, hang in there with me. This is today's topic, and it all was brought about by eating a salad. Okay, again, I'm going to ask you to hang in there with me because this topic came about in a really, really unusual way, and I just kind of want to go through some of this with you because after I finished eating my salad, decided this was going to be the topic we were going to talk about. I decided to get online and kind of just look at what the internet is saying about emotions and what emotions are according to what the internet says. Because I find it interesting that emotions are more than just feelings. However, most of the time emotions are what you feel. There are a wide range of emotions and there are your basic emotions and then there's emotions that are other emotions. And when I started looking at all of this, there's like 10, 7 to 10 basic emotions, but there are 30 other types of emotions that I looked at and I never really thought about them as being emotions. So as I am looking at the salad situation and looking at all of this, it makes a whole lot of sense to me, even though it's really kind of odd and awkward maybe, that I pulled this topic out of looking down at a salad And when I looked down at that salad, the salad was really pretty because it was colorful and it had a lot in it, a lot of variety of things that together made it taste really good. Separately, some of the stuff in there, I would not eat alone. 
I, I just wouldn't. I have, like everybody else, things I like and things that I don't like. And with emotions, it's kind of the same thing. Obviously, we have emotions that make us feel good. We have emotions that elevate us to another place. We have emotions that make us feel good about ourselves. We have emotions that make us feel good about our families. We have emotions that make make us feel good about life. And then we have emotions that are complete opposite of that. And there are emotions that make us sad, make us depressed, make us angry, make us doubtful, make us insecure. And taking all of this and separating it out one emotion on its own may not be good, may not be healthy, may not be good for you. If you mix some of the emotions together, then maybe you'll find a really good place for you on a personal level. So if you're an insecure person, but you have things around you that are making you feel happy, that are making you feel elated that are making you feel good some of your insecurities may rise up and they may be removed from you for a period of time or maybe forever when you're really doing things that you're working on to work on yourself to make you a better person and the insecurities that you have in your life will sometimes most times hold you down from things so as I was eating my colorful salad mixed with some great things, it became real obvious to me that my, our emotions are mixed the same way as ingredients to something that we eat. In this particular case, again, it was a salad. So there are things that were in there like spinach. Don't like spinach. Would not eat it on its own. There was uh, cheese in there, crumbled cheese, like a crumbled blue cheese. Not a fan, would not eat it on its own. However, in the salad mixed together, aside from how pretty it looked with all the colors, it also had a great taste. And then you dressed it with dressing. And so it completed it and it made the salad amazing. And it's the same thing with life. And I think we've talked about this before because you can't know what joy is if you've never experienced sadness. You can't understand what fear is if you have never experienced security. Or actually, maybe the other way around, you can't understand security if you've never understood fear. So there are things that in life we have to feel, we have to experience in order to get the whole picture, in order to figure out who we are as a person and as an individual. And if we understand these emotions and we work through some stuff that happens in our lives that creates some of these emotions, we'll find that we come out better after we understand them when we work through them. What I'm finding, especially now in the midst of we are still in COVID-19, things are starting to lighten up a little bit. And it's, there's a lot of emotion out there, guys. There's a lot of 
he said, she said, one side, the other side, Democrats, Republicans, there's a ton of emotion that's going on around this. And I guess maybe that might be what sparked this topic as well, because as I'm watching social media, as I'm having conversations with friends, as I'm watching the news, I've never seen anything so diverse in my life. And everybody has an emotion around this. Everybody has a feeling around this. And there's a lot of mixed emotions around this. And the mixed emotions come from confusion. So there's a lot of confusion around this. And there may be a lot of confusion around emotions that you have just in everyday life, just in things that take place. Like, a wedding, your child gets married, you are elated, you are excited, you are happy, but there's a moment of sadness. There is lots of smiles and there are some tears when a child gets married or a friend gets married or even you yourself get married. What is it about a wedding that brings laughter and tears? The emotion around it, there are mixed emotions. You're happy for yourself or for the whoever it is that you are watching get married, yet there's something inside of you that gives you just a tinge of sadness. You've got happy tears, you've got sad tears. I know when my girls got married, I was very happy for them. I was very excited for them, but I did a lot of crying. And I cried because I had that baby one day she was teeny teeny tiny and then she grew into this adult and this adult was now breaking away from home and moving on in her life which brought pride joy happiness and yes a little bit of sadness sadness about the years that went by too fast sadness about her leaving home, sadness about the different role that I'm going to now play in their lives. All of that was part of my emotions and feelings with both of my daughter's weddings. And it's the same thing when they had the babies. You're excited. You are very joyful. You find out that they're pregnant and there's a whole lot of emotions that goes with that because then there's fear. You want to, let's be honest. I mean, I had some fear around making sure my girls were going to be okay. The babies are going to be okay. You want a healthy, normal baby. So you have fear, you have anxiety around that, but you have joy and you have a happiness and you're in excitement around that event around, Hey mom, I'm having a baby hey, honey, we're pregnant. There's fear. It's like, oh my goodness. I remember when I got pregnant with my first one, I was a nervous wreck to tell my husband because I didn't know how he was going to react. But I was elated. I was excited. I was happy. Then there was a part of me that was fearful and nervous. Am I going to be a good enough mother? Am I going to be able to take care of this child? Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be normal? Is everything going to be okay? All of that in one thought, in like a 30 second, you look and find out you're pregnant. And back when I got pregnant for my two oldest ones, there weren't pregnancy tests, guys. You had to wait quite some time before you even found out you're having a baby because you had to either go for blood work or you had to go into the clinic for the urine test or whatever. And it had to be. I want to say somewhere between eight and 10 weeks, sometimes 11 weeks, because 
they didn't have tests the way they do now. With my younger two, just went to the drugstore, got the test, found out you were pregnant, called the doctor, and that's kind of how it goes. So you have leading up to finding out whether or not you're having a baby. There's a lot of emotions and things that kind of go through. So as you're sitting there and you're waiting for the results, there's a 30-second interval that you feel every emotion I think that you can possibly feel in this world. And those are those emotions are mixed emotions. Those emotions are both happy and sad, nervous and fearful. I mean, they are everywhere. And so today, as I'm eating this salad, all of this comes to me. I look down and see the mixed salad in just thinking about different emotions and the good and the bad. Some things together are amazing, but on their own, they're not so much. Kind of like people. When we're in relationships, sometimes the person we're in a relationship with brings us down. Sometimes the person we're in a relationship with lifts us up. That's sometimes they are considered our better half. That saying has been around for an extremely long time, my better half. Why do people say they're better half? They say they're a better half because that person who is the other part of them brings out the best in them. And that's really what's supposed to happen. So in relationships, when you're in a relationship, you're in a marriage, you are in a friendship or even relationships with your kids, your brothers, your sisters, whoever you're in a relationship with, the relationship should complement each other, not tear each other apart. When you're together with whoever it is that you have a relationship with, it should be fun and joyful. And you should walk away from it feeling really good and that there was a great time that was just had by the two people who were in each other's companies. Now, obviously, when there is a situation of somebody being ill, somebody passing away, somebody getting divorced, end of a friendship, that kind of stuff will bring in different emotions, right? So when you are going through a divorce or you are dealing with a death or you're dealing with an illness, the emotions that are around that, even if the person who is sick has always been a real good match in the sense of the elation of the relationship and the fun, there's still a good bit of negative emotions around it because there's a lot of sadness around it. However, when Nina was sick, going back 16 years ago, there were, you know, she did treatment probably for a good year, year and a half. She passed away probably 18 months after she was diagnosed. Some of our best conversations, some of our hardest laughs, some of our fun moments all came during treatment. We had lots of time to talk, lots of hours, lots of people watching, lots of heart-to-heart conversations, some conversations that probably if she hadn't been sick, we never would have had. We 
had moments where we laughed so hard. During treatment, the nurses came over and they said, if I ever get sick, I want you girls with me. Because we, even in the darkest time, even in the most challenging moments as she's having chemotherapy, we still found joy in our relationship. We still found happiness and fun in our friendship. We still found a way to bring in emotions that weren't just sad. We found a way to continue the friendship where we brought each other up instead of bringing each other down. It's a friendship and it's a relationship that I am grateful for and I will be grateful for the rest of my life because it was a perfect match in a sense. And so when you're looking at emotions, emotions are always involving other people. Emotions involve people, period. Emotions will involve thoughts and opinions. And sometimes they are delivered nicely and sometimes they're not delivered so nicely. And right now we're seeing a lot of stuff not delivered so nicely. Everybody has thoughts. Everybody has opinions. Everybody has feelings. And all of that is okay. The thing that's not okay is the way people are going about expressing themselves. So in eating this salad today, all of that went through my mind in about 30 seconds. All of it, 30 seconds. And I decided that this was what I wanted to talk about today. Again, some of the ingredients on its own may not be good. Together, they're amazing. Some stuff is delicious, it's crunchy, you look forward to eating it, it's enjoyable. And in life, and in relationships, and in emotions, some of the stuff is good, and it's tasty, and it's enjoyable, and it's fun, and you want to do it again. Mixed together, things taste differently than when you have them apart. And people are different when they're together than they are apart. Does that make sense? Because I can get in with a group of my friends and have the absolute time of my life and laugh till I can't laugh anymore. And a part of me comes out that typically does not come out when I'm by myself. I would expect that everybody has that. I can be around my children and have a different emotion come out, a different feeling come out, a obviously a ton of pride that I experience when I am in their presence. When I am by myself, it's different. There's still pride. I still am proud of them, but it's different than being in their presence. So mixing your ingredients together, mixing your relationships together, making sure that they're good and healthy ones for you bring about a ton of different emotions. And one of the things that I want to make sure that you all understand is that every emotion that you feel is normal and okay, as long as you don't stay in the negative emotions for too long. Emotions can bring out a lot of really wonderful things, just like the salad. It looked like it was bright and fun. It really did. I mean, just lots of color in there. And I thought, 
this is what I want life to be like all the time, bright and fun. Is that realistic? No, it's not. Why? Because we have heaviness in life. We have sadness in life. We have sickness in life. We have death in life. And for heaven's sakes, we've got freaking politics. And politics, oh my gosh, is just, there's an, I have an emotion right now around even saying politics because it has gotten so terrible. And there is so much negative around it. It's just not a topic I enjoy. And it's not a topic I even want to discuss with friends or family. But it's a topic that brings up emotion. It's a topic that brings up opinions. The same way as a relationship brings up emotions, a relationship brings up opinions, a relationship brings up feelings. Your job does the same thing. We play a lot in our mind, in our mindset changes a lot of things and we have to feed it good stuff as often as possible and we don't always do that and you know what guys it's okay when we don't because there are times we have to deal with our stuff and I was just telling a friend of mine earlier today that all honesty full transparency since my sister died 10 months ago And I know better. And I know feeling my emotions are okay. I've talked about them and I feel them and I put it out there. Yet experiencing the real emotion and the real physical, the real breaking of the emotions. Nope. Nope. I haven't done it. Why? Because I'm afraid to. Why? Because I don't want to feel it. Why? Because it's hard. It's really hard. So I go outside in my mind and I just dig in the dirt and dig it deep. And I just throw all my emotions in there and then I cover it up. And I think it's not going to surface anymore because it's down there. It's deep down in the dirt. And heaven's sake, of course, it's in the dirt. Nothing's going to happen and I can move on. But guess what? I can't because I'm stuck. I'm stuck in those emotions. I'm stuck in a place I don't want to be. And until I deal with it, until you deal with it and really allow yourself 100%, 100% to feel, you can never go on to the next place because you haven't fully dealt with what's in front of you because you keep burying it. I told my friend Kevin today that (laughs) I've buried it so deep and so much of it, backyard's going to erode because there's so much under there. There's no place else to put it. So feel, 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 be emotional. I need to take my own advice and, and know that it's okay and it's normal. What's not okay is to stay stuck. And not that it's not okay in the sense of you're doing something wrong, but it's not okay because it's not great for your health. It's not great for your mindset. It's not great for your mental or physical health. But it is good and it is healthy to feel, to allow it, to let it explode or let the ice melt 
that's an analogy I've used before. It's like you take an ice pick and you're chopping at it and that ice is hard and you can't get to the center because it's hard and you're trying to make something out of it. And a little bit at a time, the ice starts melting and it starts melting and it starts melting. And the thing with the ice is as it melts, it's water, which to me signifies tears. So do we let them ice melt or do we put it back in the freezer? A lot of food and analogies today or food substances today, but it gets you thinking and you can relate it easier, I think, to something like that because you can make a little bit of sense of it. So somebody dies, somebody's sick, you're trying to be strong for them and you're just holding it all inside. And then there comes a breaking point. When that breaking point comes, there's all kinds of emotions around there, anger, fear, anxiety. You blow up, you cry. When you cry, your tears are wet. Your tears are water. The same with an ice cube. The ice cube is strong and the ice cube is frozen and the ice cube can't be broken unless you leave it out and you allow it. And your emotions are the same way. You got to leave them out and let them happen. There's, again, mixed emotions around all of it, around all of it. There's some freedom in some negative emotions just because you have to feel the negative to get to the free side. So somebody who goes through a divorce, they have all of these emotions that feel betrayed. Their heart is broken. They're angry. They have doubt about themselves. They're frustrated. They don't understand. Some of them do, some of them don't. But at the end of it all, that divorce happens and you work through your stuff. And at the end, there's a lot of freedom there. There's a lot of freedom for you. There's a lot of freedom for them. There's just a lot of freedom because you were in a bad place and you were kind of, I want to say stuffed to where your emotions and everything were kind of brought down or who you are is kind of like hidden as well as your emotions that are dug in my backyard. And once you let it all go, once the divorce is final, you work through it, you have this relief. You have this freedom to be who you are because you lost it inside that marriage or inside that friendship or inside whatever it is that you have happening in your life. A lot of times we lose ourselves in a death because part of us went with that person and we really don't know how to fill that piece of our hearts. Maybe it makes sense to you. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But some of your basic emotions are anger. Everybody knows that. Fear. Sadness. Happiness. Disgust, which I thought was a really interesting word because I've never looked at disgust as an emotion, and surprise. Surprise can be good, and then surprise, maybe not so much. A lot of people don't like surprises, and I think the people that don't like surprises are people that are more controlling people that have to have, you know, everything kind of in the box. Then there are other types of emotions, aggression, empathy, anxiety, boredom, contempt, depression, 
doubt, empathy, envy, embarrassment, euphoria, that is definitely an emotion, frustration, definitely an emotion, gratitude. I never looked at gratitude as an emotion. I've always looked at gratitude as a appreciation, a thing that you do, but you do have a feeling around gratitude. Grief, obviously. Guilt, think guilt is definitely an emotion. Hatred, huge emotion. Hope, horror, hostility. And if we don't have hope, we're in a bad place. We have to hope. We have to hope. We have to believe. We have to have faith. I think faith is an emotion. Hostility, hunger, hysteria, loneliness. Loneliness is definitely an emotion because you can feel it. There's a, a feel in your body for loneliness. Love, obviously, is an emotion. Paranoia, pity, pleasure, pride, rage, regret, remorse, shock, suffering, sympathy, did you ever look at any of these words? Some of these words I never put in a category of emotion because I always looked at as emotion really simply, like in that movie Inside Out, the movie Inside Out. In that movie, they, you know, she was dealing with all of her emotions and it was real cute and it was a real good analogy of emotions because each emotion had a personality. But I always looked at emotions as happy sad, mad, you know, hurt. So you kind of look at that chart, you know, when you're in the hospital, a doctor's office, your level of pain, and then they've got the different faces and stuff. So simplifying emotions, there are a smaller group of simplified emotions about your happiness and your sadness and your hurt and your anger and frustration, that kind of thing are the normal emotions that we talk about and feel. But then when you start digging deeper, you look and there are all of these other emotions. And as we've talked about before, you can't have happiness unless you have sadness. And I say that only because you don't know what happy is if you haven't felt sad. Does that make sense? And it's the same thing with a lot of different anxiety and depression and empathy, and gratitude, you have to have the, you know, the opposite of things to appreciate those things that are the positive. The negative makes you appreciate the positive emotions. And there's just so many of them, so many of them, and never really looked at it, never pulled it apart and thought about 30 different types of emotions, but they're there. So now that I've educated you, <laughs> told you about my salad and um, my analogy of the ice, I'm sure that y'all are raising your eyes and going, this lady's crazy. But anyway, I hope it gives you just a different idea and understanding of emotion and mixed emotions and how sometimes mixing your emotions is a good thing. Sometimes mixing your emotions is not so great. Sometimes it's explosive. The bottom line is, is that sometimes emotions together are good and they complement each other and they bring you pure joy. 
And then there are other times that on their own, loneliness, probably a good one, on its own is not good. It's hard. Bring in a friendship with that and the loneliness goes away. Rage on its own is not good. It creates and causes some really bad stuff. A person may harm themselves during rage. A person may harm somebody else. So there's got to be a bunch of mixed emotions to with that person who feels rage to kind of balance them out and help them not act or react on that rage. Help them come to a common ground. So if somebody's feeling rage and anger, you can talk them down or bring in better emotions of caring and loving and feeling. So the person kind of chills on the rage. Does that make sense? So mixing your emotions sometimes bring in good stuff and sometimes not so good stuff. And when you put them all together, we're human and we're going to feel all of these different things at different times, but they're all kind of mixed into who we are and which emotion are we going to allow to surface? Which emotion are we going to allow to lead us in our lives? Which emotions are we going to hold on to? And what emotions are we going to pick out of that salad and say, I don't think I like this one and put it to the side because you don't have any use for it and toss it and you keep all the good ingredients to the salad and it becomes real tasty and it's bright and it's fun and it's enjoyable. And that's what we really want life to be about is fun, bright, enjoyable there is going to be that piece of spinach that kind of intertwines its way in from time to time. If we focus on the spinach, it's not going to taste good. But if we focus on all of the other stuff, it's going to be delicious and life is going to be great. Thanks so much for hanging with me on this topic of mixed emotions in my journey with my salad today. I really appreciate y'all joining us. I hope you gained something out of it. I think the thing that I wanted to get across the most is that emotions play a huge part in our lives. And we have a lot of mixed emotions around everything we're experiencing, whether it's in a relationship, whether it is in the world, whether it's around politics, whether it's around a loss, whether it's around a friendship, there are mixed emotions that are involved in many, many aspects of our lives. And I just think it's really important for us to understand that and understand the different emotions and what they're about and how they kind of mix together and the importance of feeling your emotions and knowing what they're all about. Anyway, Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, crazy as it may have been, of Ron Real. If there is anything that we can do for you or you feel like somebody would benefit from this podcast, please feel free to share. And thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us this week for another episode of Raw and Real. If you like what you heard, 
Make sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app so you get notification of all new episodes. 